It's the Tennis Podcast. Coming at you. Who are you? I am Brandon. I was asking the listeners. Did you say how are you or who are you? I said who are you? I want the listeners to shout out in their car or at the gym. Okay. Or in bed. Their names so that they can feel like they're here with us. My na- Hi listener, my name's Nick. He's Brandon. We are the host and sidekick host of the Tennis Podcast, the show where every week we cover a new top tennis list on any and every topic. One host knows what the list is, the other does not. Guessing fun hijinks ensue. Get ready for the ensuing right now. I think you're going to be excited about this week's list because you love animals. This week, we are going to talk about... You say it like it's a bad thing. Should I be ashamed no, of my love for animals? I love animals too. I, was, I had a lot of fun putting this together. Uh, we're talking about the strongest animals in the world. The strongest animals... In, now, do we mean emotionally strong? Mm-mm. We mean big, tough, strong muscles. We mean the real definition of strong muscles. What is this based on? This is based on the strength to weight ratio. So, a small animal that's very, very strong in comparison would be ranked higher on the list than an animal that is large but does not have as high of a strength to weight ratio. And what is the strength based on though? What they're able to carry or lift or it's... Okay, so it's something measurable. Yeah, it's something that uh, the average animal of this kind can lift or push or carry. And what's your source? Well... You know, I want to say... All right, buckle in everyone. Here we go. Well, the original list came from themysteriousworld.com, but Mm. I realized there was some math errors in their list, so I had to supplement it with some additional lists and make the math work. Okay. So, the math works in this. I basically put two lists together to make sure that this was accurate. So, name the two sources again. Themysteriousworld.com. Uh-huh. And I think the other one was onekindplanet.org. Onekindplanet. I got news for you, onekindplanet.org. This planet will eat you alive. This planet, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. I'm going to guess dog's not in the top 10. Nope. Okay, so it is based on what they carry. So, it wouldn't be like the pressure of their bite or something like that, right? Um, Just like muscles, like no, lifting. It's what they can carry or... Which could include carrying their mouth. Yeah. Or push. And in one case, well, I don't want to give it away. I think if I tell you the action that this animal performs and that's... Are you talking about yourself with yourself? No, I'm talking about... You're disgusting. If I use the verb that this animal does, you will immediately know what animal it is. So, we might need to save that. Are we looking at a list of 10? We are looking at a list of exactly 10 animals. Well, ring the, ring the list of 10 exactly, Bell, everyone. We got a list of exactly 10. And anything beyond 10 is pure speculation. Is this list laced full of Brandon's bullets? I have laced it. <laughs> I have, dipped this, I have uh-huh. dipped this top 10 list cigarette. I regret asking. Into a jar of Brandon's bullets acid. Wow. Get ready to go on a mind odyssey into animal strength. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Open your third eye, Nick, and start guessing some strong animals. Last question. Is this living animals? So, it wouldn't include animals that are extinct. Yeah, it's animals you could find right now. Does it include imaginary animals? Like a dragon? No. (laughs) Well, some might say the dragon's real, Brandon. All right. Well, I am pretty confident in number one. 
but I'm going to save it. Okay. Are there a lot of surprises on the top 10 or is it fairly straightforward what you'd expect? I think it's fairly straightforward. There are some uh, popular megafauna. What? On here. Megafauna. What, is a, what the hell is that? Megafauna, it's large animals. Megafauna? Have you never heard the term? Well, you've heard flora and fauna, correct? No. What the hell are you talking about? Are you? Are you making up a language on the spot here? No, you are. Uh, this is another one of those things where in the moment, you're so sure that I'm the crazy one. And then as soon as this episode hits, everyone's going to go on Twitter and go, were you like homeschooled by uh, a donkey or something? Wow, okay. Because so the, the headline I got out of that is Brandon's making fun of people who are homeschooled. I said homeschooled by a donkey. You heard it here donkey. first. No, well, I'll edit that. Uh-huh. So, listen. Flora and fauna refer to the flora are the plants of an ecosystem and fauna are the animals of an ecosystem. And on earth, oh, megafauna are large animals like whales, for example. A whale is not in the top 10 strongest animals, so I can yeah, say- Are whales even real? I mean, really. But by the way, what, flora and fauna, are you sure you're not referring to your left hand, right hand? <laughs> See, these- <laughs> All right. Okay. Title this episode just I'm going to make a big ass of myself. <laughs> well, I got the power of the of the editing key, my friend. Okay. The funny thing about it is you never listen to our episodes back, so you don't even know what I do and don't keep in the episodes. Nah, I don't know, I don't care. <laughs> okay. All right, well then a whale. Is a whale in the top 10? No, I just said a whale is not in the top 10. Oh. Well, <laughs> is a beaver in the top 10? Is that a real answer? Well, they carry logs and shit. Oh. Well, I guess they don't carry them. Do they? Um, no, I don't know. they think uh, they knock them down and they... I know they're good engineers, but no, they're not in the top 10. Bear. A bear. Now, where do you guess a bear falls? Four. No. He's number 10. Hmm. Remember, it's strength to weight and a grizzly bear Yeah, is, I know. A grizzly bear is a big fat animal. Well, I... Now... <laughs> fat and strong, big boned maybe. The grizzly bear can lift 0.8 times its body weight and an adult male can weigh between 400 and 790 pounds. So, at its largest, a grizzly bear could lift more than 700 pounds. Big whoop. Now, weights have been reported of grizzly bears up to 1,500 pounds. Some large coastal males, which is where the larger bears live, the larger grizzlies, may stand up to 10 feet tall on its hind legs. Are you fucking picturing this in your head? Because it's a monster. <sighs> its front claws can grow between two to four inches in length. And its bite, its bite can crush a bowling ball. Big whoop! Which I assume scientists sat there and fed a bear all kinds of different items until he found like the one he crushed the bowling ball and they were like high five and holy shit. All right, now stick the cannonball in his mouth. And he couldn't crush the cannonball. So then the scientist wrote, writes down, can bite and crush bowling ball. Yeah, how do they know it can crush a bowling ball? I just told you. Well, I know, but you're being an asshole. How do they really do it? Uh, I think they, the bear bites down on something that can measure force in pounds per square inch and then they also know by using a machine how many pounds per square inch it takes to crush a bowling ball and if the bear's bite is more, then they say a bear could crush a bowling ball. 
The 0.8 times its body weight you mentioned, mm-hmm. that is in reference to what it lifts with its hands. Yeah, like what it could pick up and say, get the fuck out of here. I love the the idea of a bear picking up a big suitcase in each hand uh-huh. and then like waddling yeah. down the, <laughs> Have waddling you, through the... Did you see the movie The Revenant? Yes. I... See? Wait, I finally saw a movie that you asked about. That might be the first time that's happened. Go ahead. Well, and here is where we find out that you think it was an Adam Sandler movie where... <laughs> Where he learned uh, to use tackle and fuel. Uh-huh. In The Revenant, uh, I only saw the first half and I liked it. I can't remember what? why. I, I only got, I didn't get to finish it. Why? Ha- because I just fucking said something that came up. I didn't get to finish it. Holy shit. You- but uh, the bear attack. You didn't get to finish it and all, it's been out for three years. Well. When you try to sit down to watch it, is there like some sort of force field? Goodfellas has been out for almost 30 and you guys still haven't finished that shit. But I didn't start it either. Well, it makes you look like an even bigger doy-doy. All right, fine. Tell me about The Revenant. That bear, yeah, very realistic looking mauling. Yeah. And while I was learning about the strength and behavior of the grizzly bear, I came across this article on Wikipedia that unfortunately this is not the type of list I think we could cover in this show. Is that a challenge? Although if you think it is, I'll be glad to sit on it. This list is called, is the list of fatal bear attacks in North America. And it is by date, the name, age, gender, date, whether it was a wild bear or a captive bear, the location, and then a short description of how the bear killed and often ate someone. And it is a long list. I've read about half of these accounts now, and there are some messed up ways that you could find yourself getting killed and eaten by a bear. One guy was riding on his mountain bike and went very quickly around a blind turn and bumped into a grizzly bear. Oh my God. And the grizzly bear turned around and mauled and ate him. And in most of these attacks, if the bear attacks a person and like kills him as an act of predation, like they're being a predator, the authorities always hunt him down and kill him. Like it's got a taste for blood, you know, taste for man's blood. And now they got to kill it. This bear, they did not hunt down and kill. They said that because he bumped into it, it was just an accident. He bumped into the bear and the bear was acting in self-defense from physical contact that the, it did not deserve to die. Self-defense does not include eating an entire person. How do they even know this happened? How do they know that it happened? Oh, he wasn't alone. Yeah. He was with someone else. Oh my God. In most of these stories, the person, like in some of them, the person is alone. Holy hell, some of these are rough. Like... For instance, Lorna Weaver was 36 years old uh, when she was killed on May 7th, 2014 by a wild bear near Fort McMurray, Alberta, Canada. Lorna Weaver was a Suncor worker and she was attacked at the remote North Steep Bank oil sands mine site. She was walking back to work after a trip to the washroom. Efforts by co-workers to scare off the bear were unsuccessful. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police shot and killed the bear. Upon arrival, preliminary investigation determined that the attack was predatory. This woman went to, you know, she's on a mining site. So, I'm sure like she has to walk somewhere to like a restroom and she was walking and a bear came up and fucking ate her. (laughs) I know. I don't even know the answer. Does a bear, when it kills a person and eats it, is it like eating it in one sitting? Does it save part of the human for later? Because that's a know. big a meal. A lot of these stories end with they found remain, the person's remained in the bear's stomach. 
Oh, God damn. A lot of these stories. Look, I don't think that this can really make a top 10 episode because it's just a lot of really awful stories, but it is really interesting. This is an exhaustive list going back to, let's see, I see some in the 1930s, 1870s, even 1780s is the earliest one. I think once this episode comes out, you should share the link on Twitter to the list of fatal bear attacks in North America. Yeah, I'll think about it. But you know, maybe that's a Patreon bonus episode right there is that list. I'll tell you, you know how you said that authorities will hunt down and shoot a bear if they think it's, yeah, it's a man predatory killer. toward humans? Mm-hmm. You better hope there's no hot dog police out there or you're fucking America's most wanted. You know, there's a, there's a kid's book called Dog Man. He's a half dog, half man, all cop. And at least one of the books, he is attacked by an army of little anthropomorphic hot dogs who are yelling at him and trying to kill him and stuff. So, yeah, that's probably what the hot dog police would look like. Well, thanks for taking us through that. So, that's the grizzly bear. Wouldn't want to run into him, huh? Or her. No. How many of those killings were due to the mother protecting its cubs? A lot of them. A lot of these have to do with... um, Because that's what happens in The Revenant, right? Right, has uh, something to do with falling upon a mother bear and her cubs. A lot of them do. When the mother's protecting her cubs in that scenario, does it eat the person or just kill them and leave? Well, I know in one of these stories I read about, there were two people, one of them got away and the other one was killed by the mother and, the, and it looked like the mother and the cub. Okay, so here, here's one. Tomas Puerta, a 54-year-old man, he died in October 2012 in Chichagov Island. Chichagov Island? It's in Alaska. Mm. After passersby spotted an unintended skiff, they investigated and encountered a grizzly bear sow, some mother bear, and her cubs, two cubs. Alaska State Troopers and Sitka Mountain Rescue personnel then found evidence of a campsite and fire on the beach. There was evidence of a struggle. And upon following a trail of disturbed vegetation, they found Puerta's body cached and partially eaten. <sighs> well, let's be clear. We're not saying all grizzly bears are bad. Some of them are great. Some of them are listeners of the show. And no, we, I think I love grizzly bears. I don't get like if... You wouldn't love one if you bumped into it on your mountain bike. If like, I don't know, 10 or 12 people need to die every year or every few... It really comes down to like one or two people a year on this list. So, yeah. Need to go by bear in order for the rest of us to enjoy them? I'm okay with that. <laughs> to enjoy them? <laughs> okay. That's grizzly bear. Should I give another guess? Yeah. Horse. Horse is not on the list, but that is a good guess. Thank you. It is a good guess, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Think of all the fat people they got to carry. That's not on the top 10? Mm-mm. Lion. A lion is not on the t- in the top 10. You have mentioned two animals that are very close to other animals that are in the list. When you said horse and lion. Zebra? Think about something else that might pull. Cow? Uh, another name for a cow. A bigger a cow. steer? An ox. Steer, bull, ox. Fuck, we don't ox. refer to ox or oxen very much in North America, but ox is the word you're looking for. Ox is number seven on the list. An ox can carry one and a half times its own body weight. And that is where the phrase comes, strong as an ox. An ox, Nick, is a castrated adult male cow, like cattle. A bull is an adult male that's intact. A heifer <laughs> is a lady cow. 
And an ox is a male cow that's been castrated, so he's easier to train and control, but he's still strong and they're used for plowing, for transport, uh, like pulling carts, wagons, or even riding. And I didn't know this, oxen wear working shoes just like horses. I don't have any funny or like super interesting facts about the no, ox. No, you don't. No, but, you don't. But that's it. The ox is number seven. Couple of things that stood out to me there. The word, <laughs> the word heifer is like maybe top 10 word for me uh-huh. on the just fun to hear and say scale. So, there's that. Uh, and then second, the word intact to describe and I know that's not your word, that's the word mm-hmm. you use to describe a male mammal that his balls are still hanging off him. Intact is just such a more polite way to say it, isn't it? Instead of like undestroyed. Undestroyed. <laughs> because <laughs> everybody knows once you, ha- once you have a vasectomy, you've been destroyed. Yeah. And undestroyed is not as pleasant and polite as intact. You can never be undestroyed. And then the fact that to train animals, including the bull and many others, dogs, you got to cut off the balls so the fucking thing will listen to you. Uh, Isn't mean, maybe that? Maybe there's, uh, maybe there's some boomer jokes to be made there. <laughs> yep. So, that's the ox. Yeah, not very uh, sexy, exciting animal, the ox. But a horse can pull all those wagons and shit and it's not in the top 10? No. Oh, fuck you. Is there anything that flies in the top 10? Yes. A hawk. You're very close. You need to think. An eagle. An eagle. The mighty eagle is number five. mighty eagle. Wow. Yeah, the eagle is number five because the mighty eagle can carry four times its body weight during flight. Damn. Look at the difference. Number seven, ox, one and a half times. Number five, eagle, four times. That's crazy. It starts to get crazy the stronger you get. So, an eagle carrying four times his body weight during flight is, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of what it could carry. How, like, how much does the eagle weigh? I actually didn't get the weight of the eagle. What would you guess? Like, 50 pounds maybe? No, that's too big. 25 pounds? 25, 30 pounds. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. About 15 pounds is what these say. Okay. So, about half of Mr. Muffy. So, an eagle could carry... So, really? four times... 15 pounds? I've seen the bald eagles at the zoo and they look way bigger than 15 pounds. But people can just carry them on their arm. I guess because they're just all feather. They look huge, but I guess that's yeah. all feathers and shit. Anyway. Four times 15 is what? Uh, 60. 60? So, it could so that carry means... a first grader. Or two Mr. Muffies. Yeah. My dog. Your kid's in first grade, right? Yeah, you could carry him off. You better tell him to, to watch out. Watch out. I always tell Chewy to watch out when he goes to... We have hawks around here. I always tell him. Mm-hmm. Does the hawk, when it comes and swoops down its prey, mm-hmm. it carries the prey off alive, right? Yeah, usually. Some, I mean, I, I know they scavenge too, but when they're hunting, mm-hmm. it'll, so the prey is alive until which point? I think they just sit down and start eating it. So, like if they pick up a mouse, uh-huh. I don't, they don't give a shit whether the mouse is alive or not. They're just going to sit down and start eating on it. But they carry it off to its nest or whatever. Yeah, I would say that they die from uh, blood loss or shock. Yeah. Like think about a rabbit. <laughs> a rabbit's uh, tolerance for shock is not, <laughs> not going to be very high. <laughs> they always look like they're, oh, oh, shit, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah. 
An eagle's visual acuity is three to three and a half times that of the human's. Now, here's something nuts I didn't know about eagle behavior. <laughs> Tell us. Many species of eagle lay two eggs, but the older, larger chick frequently kills its younger sibling once it has hatched. The dominant chick tends to be a female as they are bigger than the male. The parents take no action to stop the killing. It's part of growing up. Got to kill your little brother. <laughs> or part of not growing up. Uh, right? Well, they, when they kill the younger sibling or the smaller sibling, I should say, are they still in the egg usually? To me, it sounds like the moment you peek out of the egg, <laughs> the other eagle's like, hell, I'm bigger than you. Yeah. And then they just peck you to death. Isn't it funny that all these animals that are so majestic or beautiful or cute. Are ass fucking holes, man. Yeah. The peck. Right, yep. Oh, uh, how did that mighty eagle grow to be so large and beautiful and majestic? Well, it started out by pecking its smaller, younger sibling to death. It's like its first act. Yeah, its first day out of the egg, it killed its little baby brother. It's a little sociopath. Well, that's all I got on eagles. Is there any big cat? Yes. Jaguar? No. Tiger? Tiger. Tiger is the strongest cat and it is the sixth strongest animal in the whole wide world because it can carry twice its body weight up a tree. Damn. A Siberian tiger can grow up to 675 pounds in males, nearly 400 pounds in females. Tigers are among the like, I, there's a certain word for like animals that are, what are they called? They're like the most like representative large animals. When you think of like going to a zoo, it's like, you know, you think of giraffe and elephant and gorilla and chimp. You think of like some kind of standard staple, big famous tiger and lion, right? Yeah. Tiger is one of those animals. Many of the animals on this list are those types of animals. I cannot remember the exact term. And now, a fact about the tiger. In Asia and the Russian Far East, tigers are known to fight black and brown bears. What, like for sport? Yes. They have been seen ambushing bears. They jump onto a bear from an overhead position grab it with their paws around the neck and then they kill it with a bite to the spinal column. God damn. The reason that the tigers are killing bears is because they feed on the bear's fat deposits, such as the back, hams, and groin. The hams. And the groin. Where's the hams? They're no, eating well. bear dick. <laughs> well, groin could mean woman too, right? Woman bear? Or bear <laughs> female bear. stuff. They're eating it all. And those are, I guess those are the taste. You got to think like when animals are eating each other, I bet the genitals are like, Ugh. it's like the, you know, like the cherry on the sundae. No, it's not like that. Tigers don't hunt in packs, do they? They're solitary and the males have, a, have like one of the longest and largest ranges of any animal in the world. They just basically go off in the jungle by themselves forever. And when they mate, they just come across another tiger and then it just happens and then they part ways, I right? Bet when, yeah, I bet when a tiger meets another tiger in the jungle, one of the tigers says, I'm going to mate with you and the other one goes, <laughs> you know what? Yes, you are. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> Let's just do it. And also, my last bullet was just uh, the name Roy Horn. You remember that guy? No. Some Siegfried and Roy. Okay, yes. The story was that he 
like the tiger grabbed him and dragged him off the stage. But I was reading about it and he says that he had a stroke and that he had a stroke and fell down and then because the tiger didn't get the cue from Roy that he thought he was going to get, he picked him up by the neck and carried him backstage, which also opened up a giant wound in his neck that, for which he bled from. The doctors do say that he had a stroke. Stroke of genius. They do not know whether the stroke occurred before or after the tiger bit his fucking neck. So, that would be him just trying to like cover his ass for not- Yeah, uh, manticore was the name of the uh, tiger. I still think he's trying, I still think he's covering for manticore. Yeah, is manticore still around? When did this happen? Uh, let me see. I'm going to tell you. Thank you. Uh, well, they started in 1990, Siegfried and Roy. They're the German-American duo of magicians and entertainers. And they had a lot of white lions and white tigers. They started in 1990 and then Roy's career-ending tiger injury was on October 3rd, 2003. So, that tiger's probably gone by now. Manticore died on March 19th, 2014 after a brief illness. You know, tigers are scary enough on their own. You don't need to also give it like the most Terminator badass name there is. Manticore. Manticore. Of all the animals on here, including the grizzly bear, the tiger is the one I'd least want to fuck with so far. Of all the animals on here, well, I'll tell you which, I'll tell you at the end which animal I'm most scared of on here. <laughs> the tiger is such a cutie as a, as a little baby though. And you can pet him sometimes at certain zoos and... Um... I lo- they're, when I see the tigers at the zoo, their fur looks so, like their coat, the pattern on it and the color, it looks so cool, it almost looks fake. Like if you were going to invent a new animal, you would invent something badass like a tiger. Yeah. All right. Keep guessing. Is there something in the water? Yes. Shark. Shark. It is not a shark. Okay. So, this is the one that if I tell you its strength, you're going to know what it is. So, here's some clues. No. It lives and moves in the water and out of the water. Mel Gibson. Its strength is its squeezing power. Octopus. Squid. No. Freshwater. Um squeezing. Snake? Squeezing. Oh, the anaconda. The anaconda. The anaconda is the ninth strongest animal in the world. It's actually kind of low when you think about it. It can squeeze. That's his whole point. That's his whole selling point is the squeeze. Well, he can squeeze his own body weight to death and they're very long and very heavy. That's true. The females are about 16 feet long. Males are about 10 feet long. But anacondas are possibly commonly larger. It is very difficult to measure them in the wild because their habitat is so difficult to access. Why? Where is their habitat? In the middle of the Amazon rainforest. Okay, but it's in the forest. It's not in the water. Is it well, when it's difficult the, to access? But the water is in the forest. No, I know. But I'm saying like it's difficult. People go to the rainforest though. It's not like people don't go there. And you yeah, can find but, the habitats of all kinds of animals. So, I'm just wondering if have you ever if an- Have you ever seen any of those survival shows where people go into the rainforest? If an ant bites you, it could make you fucking hurt forever. Spoiler alert. And they're all over the place. Now, okay. anacondas swim as well as squeeze and crush their prey. They can reach high speeds when swimming. Now, I would have thought an anaconda was slow. It didn't even say how fast. Just the fact that it said high speed. Just anything where someone could look over and say, that snake's moving fast. Yeah, fuck that. Terrifies me. You didn't really seem to buy how much time they spend in water. 
But now I'm going to tell you something that is going to rattle you to your core. Okay. About what an Randy anaconda rattled. might be doing in the, in the water. It has to do with mating. <sighs> when mating, many males can often find the same female. Although more than one male may not be necessary, this results in odd clusters referred to as breeding balls. In which, up, Jesus Christ. in which up to 12 males wrap around the same female and attempt to copulate. How many make it in? Just one. She'll only let one. The group could stay in this position for two to four weeks. Oh my God. You are kidding me. They'll this, stay underwater? Just flop it around in the water. This ball acts as a slow motion wrestling match between the males, each one fighting for the opportunity to mate with the female. But they're all wrapped around the female. How gross is that? I have so many questions. Okay, a dozen so the males... snakes wrapped up in a ball of snake sex for four <laughs> for a month. <laughs> so they're not eating. They're not doing anything besides fighting and fucking during this time, right? I mean, that's what that's all animals are doing. If they're not eating, they're fighting or fucking. The breeding ball. The animal kingdom is such a scary place, Brandon. You know, imagine you get to the rainforest and you're on an expedition and you're scared, you're, you know, you're scared of anacondas. You know, you've heard they're out there, they're out there, you're wary of them. There's a lot of things to be scary of in the jungle, but you're extra scary, worried about anacondas. You look over and there are a baker's dozen of them humped up in a ball, in a sex ball the size of a Volkswagen. A writhing, slithering, massive snake sex. Yeah, it reminds me of a weekend in Little Rock one time I had. But I have to say, so when, when this is all done, when the, when the breeding ball is done. You know their dicks touch. <laughs> but there's a girl there, so it's okay. When the breeding keep, there's just a lot of murmuring. No homo. No homo. No homo. <laughs> no homo. Okay, now so you're saying the breeding ball. When it's done, do they all just... Go their separate ways and try not to make eye contact because they're all ashamed. They're all doing the slither of shame. Okay, but they're not killing each other when it's done, right? I don't think so. I think they just go their separate ways. Go find something else to squeeze for a month. And the female doesn't want this. She would rather just be on her way, but they won't let her go, right? I mean, I think she wants to mate at least once or, you know, she wants to like, but you it know. doesn't have to be this big thing, guys. Let's just yeah. like... Good. She's got to give me some room. Next month, I'll do this one. The next month, I'll do you, Phil. Next month, I'll do you, Carl. We don't have to just make this big thing of it. You don't have to make a big breeding ball of it. Yeah. All right. So, well, I can understand though because of all these animals, Anaconda does have one hell of an ass. Got to guess some animals. Is the buffalo or bison in the top 10? No. Is there anything that lives on a farm? No. Any more water animals? No. I'll give you... No hippo? No. Elephant? Yes. The elephant is number eight on the list of strongest animals. God, I'm missing the top. Okay. Elephant. But tell me about the elephant. Technically, the one we're talking about is the African bush elephant. I'll show you an African bush. The African bush elephant can lift up to a weight of nine tons and the elephant itself can weigh up to seven tons. So, it can lift 1.4 times its body weight. Not with its trunk, it's with its body. On top of its back? Yeah. Or push it. Adult bull male elephants live alone or in small bachelor groups. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. It says that. Yeah. I like that idea that they're like, there's a lot of high-fiving going on with their trunks. (laughs) 
They're ordering a lot of pizza, playing a lot of Call of Duty. On Saturday nights, they kind of get all spiffy up, put on a little bit too much cologne and go out together like, you know, looking for lady elephants. They all come back alone. Yeah. I didn't know. I knew that their trunk was a part of their nose, but it's also part of their upper lip. It's an elongation of their upper lip and their nose. Okay. Who gives a shit? Well, I didn't know that and I liked it. Now, their trunk is used for smelling, touching, feeding, drinking, dusting, producing sounds, loading, defending, and attacking. Oral elephant sex? It says dusting. I'll never forget the time I was at the zoo as a kid and I looked over and I saw the elephant, this majestic beast, and it was pissing in real time while pissing, grabbing handfuls with its trunk, taking it up to its mouth, getting a big old gulp. And then coming back for more. God damn. (laughs) How cute your precious elephant now, people. Speaking of cute elephants, when I was on the wiki page for the African bush elephant and I scrolled... You were on the page for African bush? I was scrolling down looking at elephant facts for my bullets. One of the wiki images on the page was a pair of elephants mating in the Berlin Zoo. And I'm positive that someone just put it on there because they wanted to show an elephant boner. (laughs) Oh, you can see the boner? Yeah. Oh, no. Is it like a horse? Yeah, it's definitely one of the strongest animals. Jesus. Yeah, it's like we were saying with, I forget where today, but like all these animals that are cute and majestic are fucking wild, disgusting, (laughs) Disgusting murderous beasts. Creatures, yeah. We have four animals left on the list. Do you want me to tell you my number one? Sure. Is it some sort of ant? There is an ant on the list, but the ant is not number one. The ant, huh. a, the leaf cutter ant is the third strongest animal on this list. The leaf cutter ant, I think most people are familiar with that image of like this little sort of orangish brown ant carrying a big ass leaf in its <laughs> yeah. mandibles. That's this guy. That's the leaf cutter ant. They are two centimeters long which is a little like smaller than an inch, but they can carry an object 20 times heavier than their body weight. Good God. They have powerful jaws that vibrate and cut leaves, flowers, grasses, and can even cut human skin. Like a chainsaw? It is like a fucking chainsaw. They have a chainsaw mouth. Now, next to humans, I did not know this and I love this about a leafcutter ant. Next to humans, leafcutter ants form the largest and most complex animal societies on earth. In a few years, the central mound of one of their underground nests can grow to more than 30 meters or 98 feet across and smaller radiating mounds extending out to 80 meters or 260 feet taking up a total of up to 600 square miles and containing 8 million individuals. With ant kingdoms, aren't they all children of the queen ant? That I'm not sure of. Possibly. I think so. But that's like an ant New York City. If there's a leafcutter ant that gets separated from its tribe somewhere and it's out on its own and it runs into another leafcutter ant civilization that, Uh that it did not originate from, would the new ant civilization take this one in as one of its own or would they see it as an enemy? I don't know. I heard a stat one time. Think about how light an ant is, right? How what an ant is? Light, like lightweight. Oh, yeah. How many ants do you think it would take to equal like one pound? A lot, right? Like thousands. Oh, I know what you're talking about. If you weighed all the humans in the world and all the ants in the world, the ants weigh more than all the humans in the world. Yeah, way more than the humans, like a significant amount more. Where the, and f- that where is- the hell are all these ants? 
they're underground and shit. But dude, I think it would take like a million ants to equal even one pound, right? Five pounds? That is so many ants. So many goddamn ants. And they're all chainsawing each other. Somewhere maybe in the deep jungle, they've got like 20 pound ants. Jesus, could you think of something more terrifying? <laughs> oh God. Uh, there's a lot on this list that's right up there. So, that's all I got on the leaf cutter ant. There are three left. Number one, number two, and number four on the list. Now, let me give you a little bit of direction here. Of the three remaining animals, two are insects. The other is a mammal. Would you like to guess the mammal first? It's not in a farm. It's not in the water. No. Is it a giraffe? It is not a giraffe. Gorilla. It is a gorilla. What made you That's say gorilla? Four. Well, I was going back because I ruled out farm, I ruled out the water, and I remember you talking about the staple animals of the zoo. And so, the gorilla is the yeah, one the I gorilla, had guessed yet. The gorilla. I also said chimp. I was surprised that strength to weight that the chimp didn't make the top 10. But strength to weight ratio wise, the gorilla does. The gorilla is number four. Knew it. The gorilla is the largest primate. Uh, Not it, if you count my aunt Sal, am I right? It can carry weight up to two tons. That's 4,000 pounds. That's 10 times more than their body weight. What are they carrying that's two tons? A shitload of other gorillas. <laughs> 10 other gorillas. I don't know. That's how strong their arms are. And how do they know? Do the scientists just go into the wild and say, hey, gorilla, hey. Coco was pretty... <sighs> we all know Coco, that monkey was all right. That chimp's all right. <laughs> I bet they could communicate with Coco enough to like ask her to do some bench presses or something. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure that they have ways of like measuring that among gorillas in captivity. Now- What was the number of X times its body weight it can carry? 10. Wow. That is fucking nuts. So, gorillas are scary as hell. Have you ever seen that <laughs> video of a gorilla running full speed at this, what seems to be a guide? in the jungle and the guide stands his ground and because he does the he you know the gorilla runs right up to him and then backs down he was bluffing <laughs> but holy hell that dude has <laughs> balls asshole. of still because the <laughs> yeah he was bluffing that guy's intact the guide is still intact four yeah 400 pound gorilla was he's like hauling ass at him he's just this <laughs> <laughs> blur of like silver and black and <laughs> scary teeth <laughs> and the guy just stands there. Now, they're yeah. scary as hell but severe aggression is rare in stable groups of gorillas but when two mountain gorilla groups meet, the two silverbacks that are in charge of both groups. <laughs> yes, they're in charge. <laughs> That's what? That's just... It is. I know, and it's a funny way to say it. It's not like they're like assigning like job titles to people oh, no. and like they're, distributing money. Well, and... they're responsible for the defense of the rest of the clan and they're like, yeah, they're like the king. They got to go to lead them into war. <laughs> yeah. The two groups meet. Instead of them all going at it, they have their leaders, the two silverbacks, engage in a fight to the death. Can you imagine watching two gorillas fight to the death? And you know how they no, but how they kill? No. They use their big sharp canine teeth to cause deep gaping injuries. Dude, I can't even imagine as a person or a gorilla being just on a normal day with my clan and all of a sudden, unexpected, just, unprepared, oh! I'm in a I'm in a fight to my death. 
Do, so does the silverback that wins, does he inherit the other one's clan? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. From what I read, there is probably another male in the clan that right. would move up to that. But I mean, yeah, holy shit. One day you're like, you know, sitting on your ass, eating roots. <laughs> Yeah. And you hear a rustling and you look up and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to be a gladiator today. Yeah. And the the next one in line is like some nerdy gorilla with suspenders and glasses on being like, oh, I hope daddy wins. (laughs) Isn't it interesting? I'm stating the obvious here. I get it. But it's fascinating how animals like gorillas and many others, ants is another great example, how they just instinctually fall in line. They have this whole societal ladder and culture. Yep. And it's just inherent in all of them from birth, unspoken. I don't know. God works in mysterious ways. And look how many different ways humans organize themselves in different hierarchies and stuff. Yeah. Humans don't fall in the line as naturally as every other animal species, I would say. Gorilla might be the scariest in the top 10 thus far. I think I'd rather take my chances against the tiger than a gorilla, honestly. Well, hold on. I got one more scary gorilla fact here. Okay. Uh, you remember Coco? Coco uh, was reported to have a preoccupation with both male and female human nipples. Oh, Jesus Christ. Several people reported saying that Coco wanted to see their nipples. In 2005, three staff at the Gorilla Foundation, where Coco lived, filed lawsuits against the organization, alleging that they had been pressured to reveal their nipples to Coco by the organization's (laughs) executive director, among other violations of labor law. (laughs) The lawsuits were settled out of court. Dude, gorilla expert Kristen Lucas has said that other gorillas are not known to have such similar nipple fixation. Now, hold on a second. Okay. We know Coco likes to look at nipples. Now, Coco also has had many, before she died, had many visits from celebrity friends. (sighs) Celebrities such as Robin Williams, Fred Rogers, Betty White, William Shatner, Flea, Leonardo DiCaprio, Peter Gabriel, and Sting. Coco the monkey has seen all those nipples. <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> Who hasn't seen Betty White or Flea's nipples? Now, there's two insects left. They take up the number one and number two positions. I'll go ahead and tell you they are both types of beetles. Oh, the dung beetle? The dung beetle. Is oh, the my sh- God. It's carrying shit. Now, listen. We've got a lot of dung beetle facts to get (laughs) through. You're going to have to pace yourself. The dung beetle is the strongest animal in the world for good goddamn reason. Now, these little buddies are half an inch long, but the males can lift objects 1,141 times heavier than their body weight. What the fuck? That is the equivalent of me pulling six double-decker buses full of people. No, full of shit is what it would be. Other things that dung beetles do besides play with poop (laughs) is they can navigate using bright stars or the Milky Way to orient themselves. They look up at the sky at the stars and the Milky Way and they're like, I need to go left. (laughs) No, I don't. Now. I don't buy it. Dung beetles, where did they get that crazy name? It's because they like dung, poop. And there's three types of dung beetles. Did you know this? Nope. This is all, I'm new to the dung beetle game. You got your rollers, you got your tunnelers, and you got your dwellers. Now, your rollers are those beetles that will roll and bury a little dung ball. They bury it? They bury the dung ball either for food or 
They also bury a dung ball as part of their mating ritual. The male and female dung beetle roll the dung ball together and then they bury it together and then they mate and then she lays the eggs inside the dung ball so when the babies hatch, they can eat that dung ball. Okay. You told me to pace myself. We have to pause here. Okay. <laughs> eat that dung ball. I want everyone to just really think about this. You're mating. You go grab a chick or a dude. You say, hey, there's some dung. Let's keep rolling it until it grows in girth. Let's roll this ball. Let's roll this big dung, dung ball. Let's roll this dung ball down a hill. You getting hot too? I'm getting <laughs> fucking hot as hell rolling this ball of shit. Stop for a second. Put on the brakes. Put the dung ball in a safe, secure holding spot. Take your mate. Come and dig with your bare hands into the dirt until the dirt is deep enough to hold your dung ball. Go back, grab the dung ball, roll it back into your hole, and then stick yourself in your mate's hole. Do that. That's not even the gross, worst part of it. I mean, this is like, this is scat. That's what this is. This is scat porn. Well. Oh my God. Okay, I'm ready to go on. Uh, that's what the dung beetle's all about. Now, those are your rollers. You got your tunnelers. They dig a tunnel and then they store the dung down in there. And you've got your dwellers. They dig right into the dung and live right inside it. Why? Why are they so strong? I don't know. No, why? no. not. Well, that's a question too, but why the dung? Why is this animal in particular so fascinated with the dung? I think they're it pretty It loves dung important. so much that it evolved to be able to lift 1141 times its body weight in shit. Yeah. That's a big ball of dung. I would love to see like this little mighty mouse beetle holding this basketball sized ball of dung above its head. It doesn't hold it, right? It rolls it, right? Yeah, in my mind it's holding it like Atlas. <laughs> Does the beetle roll like it starts with one animal's dung and then just goes on its way and it, start, it keeps collecting keeps picking various dung. dung? No, it just takes dung off of one big pile and puts it in a ball and says like, here we go. This is my piece. <laughs> wow. So, that's the dung beetle. Dung beetle. You got one beetle left. You think there's any celebrities out there that are into dung secretly? Yeah, there's rumors about some Hollywood, big shot Hollywood guy likes to lay underneath a glass table. Oh my God. Who? Who's that? I don't know. Probably Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Jesus Christ. Don't say that about America's sweetheart. Number two, some other beetle. It's a beetle. I don't know beetles. Its first name, the description of this type of beetle is the name of another megafauna, a big large land mammal that is also strong. A bull something? No. These beetles have horns on their head. Yeah. Okay. I can picture it. It's the rhinoceros beetle. Yeah, that. The rhinoceros beetle is the second strongest animal in the world. Because it can carry objects 850 times heavier than their body weight. A rhinoceros beetle is also called a Hercules beetle, a unicorn beetle, and a horn beetle. Because they have a big horn and they're stronger in hell. They cannot bite or sting. They're harmless to humans unless they pick you up. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a thing, right? You're just walking around and you see someone that appears to be like floating very close to the ground but not quite. Turns out... They're being carried by a beetle. Sounds like a big beetle could probably pick up a baby. Yeah. The horns are only on the males and the horns are used for fighting during mating season or digging. 
The size of a beetle's horn is a good indicator of nutrition and physical health. The male rhinoceros beetle lives two to three years, but the females rarely live long after they mate. How hard are they mating that she dies right after? Males, they live two to three years, but the females rarely live long after they mate. They must mate them to death. Yeah. Are you going to say that's the dream? <laughs> that's the, uh, who's, who's like a Hollywood actor that's known for like... Mating people to death? <laughs> yeah. Burt Reynolds, maybe. <laughs> that's what we call the Burt Reynolds. The last bullet on here is that in Asia, the rhinoceros beetle is a popular pet. Why? They are kind of cute. No, they're fucking not. I know they can't hurt humans, but they sure look like they can. Well, once you've been around one for a while, you realize how sweet and gentle you don't have to be afraid of them anymore. God damn, they do look scary as hell. All right, let me get a fresh look at one here. These look like heavy metal bugs. Oh, this is the one from A Bug's Life. I, keep, I pull this guy up and I just hear... <laughs> What's he picking up? They never said. I got to think it's like a softball. Whoa, here's a rhinoceros beetle. Picture of a rhinoceros beetle on a lady's hand. They're big. But some of them look different. They have like different horn structures. Every single one of these looks different. There's a different horn, a different color, a different head on every single one of these guys. This guy looks Dude. like a fucking triceratops. Yeah, triceratops. And this beetle's not sitting there because it wants to be cuddly and loving. It's sitting there because it's something to sit on yeah. until it gets put down. Doesn't care about you. People that have bugs as pets, just unsubscribe from this show because the bug doesn't love you. Oh my God. I'm looking at their larva. Uh-huh. This is disgusting. Look how big this is. Oh, Jesus Christ. In doing research for this, I saw that a scientist said that in the future, uh, if there is a food shortage that, you know, chicken has like up to 25% protein by weight. But that beetles have 40% protein by weight. Never. Man, these are, I got to stop looking at these. You, you can stop looking at them because you've conquered the list. And I'm going to run down once again the 10 strongest animals in the world by strength to weight ratio. Number 10 was the grizzly bear. Number 9, anaconda. 8, elephant. 7 is the ox. 6, tiger. 5, eagle. 4, gorilla. Three, leafcutter ant. Two, rhino beetle. Number one, strongest animal in the world, the dung beetle. And I want to go back through them with their percentage because number 10, the grizzly bear. Think about the grizzly bear. Big, scary, strong motherfucker, right? You don't want to fuck with the grizzly bear. It can lift 0.8 times its body weight, which is impressive. But then you go to number one, over 1,100 times its body weight. And just from number three to two, number three, the leafcutter ant, 20 times. To the rhino beetle number two, 850 times. Why? I'm going to figure out if I was a rhino beetle, how much could I pick up? I could lift 88 and a half tons if I was a rhino beetle. <sighs> that is almost a blue whale. You just pick it up. Can you imagine? Jesus. But the gorilla is the strongest mammal, the strongest non-bug out there. Yeah. And it's only 10 times, which is still like scary. 10 times. Okay. So, by same thing. We need to start having gorilla pull our, instead of riding horses and having them pull our uh, wagons, we got to start hanging, <laughs> putting them on gorillas. They can carry more. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Can you imagine gorillas? Instead of, you know, in the 1800s where people were taking covered wagons across the country and the gold rush and stuff, instead of horses and ox, they're, <laughs> they're, con- they're coming down on gorillas. Well, that would have made the Oregon Trail game a lot more interesting. Instead of like yeah. your ox died, it would be like your silverback got into a fight to the death with another silverback and suffered many gaping wounds. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It would be more interesting. If I could lift 10 times my body weight, I could pick up a mature Holstein cow, according to the internet. Picked up a few of those this morning. What's the big deal about that? Or I could pick up two and a half big fat pigs. (sighs) Wow. That's it. That's animals. Strong animals. We did it. That was uh, full of surprises, actually. I was sure the ant would be number one. I never would have thought that the dung beetle, all that dung, it uh, weighs you down carrying all that dung around. There's no better way to build your strength than rolling a ball of dung 1,141 times larger than yourself. And having sex inside of it. Yeah. Hey, baby, help me roll this ball of shit. <laughs> I'm going to hump you on it. And then the kids are born... <laughs> They stand no chance. First, They're going to be born loving shit. Yeah. First thing they see, it's this vicious cycle of shit loving and eating and fucking. You I merely adopted the shit. I was born in it. Brandon. Mm-hmm. You told me that at the end of this episode, you'd tell me who in the top 10 you'd least want to get in a fight with. Is it the gorilla? I was going to say the anaconda, but after we talked about the gorilla, it's the gorilla. Think about a rhino beetle that's full size, like the size of a rhino. Dude, a rhino's not in the top 10, isn't it? Because rhinos, aren't they built like a tank? You'd think they'd be in here. Yeah, they're, but they're also very heavy. So, that makes a difference too because it's strength to weight. So, if they're very strong but they're also very heavy, that affects their strength to weight ratio. Okay. Anyway, I want to, uh, before we wrap up, I want to give folks a little insight into our schedule this month. So, this episode that you're listening to now, this great, amazing, life-changing episode, this episode dropped on December 11th. A week from today is December 18th. That is episode uh, 68 will be December 18th and it's going to be Christmas-themed, Brandon. I have the list. And then, the next two Wednesdays after that fall on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. There will be no new episodes on those days. <gasps> it's just not going to work with our schedules. Are you yawning at me? No, I was. that was me going... <gasps> Yeah, okay. Like that, like... <gasps> so, next week's episode, December 18th. After that, the next episode will be January 8th. But if you can't wait to get your fix, you can become a tennis patron at patreon.com slash tennis pod. We will be releasing at least two bonus episodes during that two-week stretch. And we're not doing that to be assholes. We're doing that just because we have some shows in the bank already that we're going to release around that time, including Brandon's next Mandalorian review and a Seinfeld bonus episode. If you want to sign up, you'll also get a bunch of free shit, discounts on merch. Go to patreon.com slash 10ISHPOD. Huh? Okay. Look for our Christmas episode next week. Brandon. Yep. How can they follow you on Twitter? At Sidekick Host on Twitter. That's right. You can roll your big ball of dung right on over to Twitter and follow Brandon at Sidekick Host. You can follow me at Nick underscore E-M-E-L. You can also follow the Tennis Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Tennis Pod. <sighs> One last plug, and then I'm gonna turn this some bitch off. If you want to write us a review and rate us, we're trying to build up our reviews on Pod Chaser. Go to PodChaser.com in the search bar. Search for Tennis Podcast. Find our show there. You can follow us, rate us, review us. 
We really appreciate it. And in the future, we're going to read reviews from Podchaser the same way we do Apple Podcast reviews. Good deal, everybody. That's it. If you excuse me, I got to go have sex in a giant ball of shit 1,100 times my size. We'll see you next week. Bye.